that moment when you're about to hit record for your podcast and you think you got the hiccups. That just happened. I'm in the clear. What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A. And you can also email the show, nomongolpodcast at gmail.com. In fact, if you're hearing my voice in your ears right now, shoot me a quick message or at me or whatever. Let me know where you're tuning in from. It's always cool to hear from you guys. Looking forward to that. Let's get started. Okay, I wanted to dedicate this first segment to the skater who has pretty much all skateboarders, skate podcasters, anyone even interested in the industry talking. And not just talking, actually. It's a lot of us, I'm already throwing myself into the, the group, are tossing around the SODI acronym. And it's what, July 20th as I record this today. So we're a little bit over halfway through the year. But Mason Silva and Nike SB, they just dropped that 6 minute and 12-ish part last week, and it took the world by storm, right? For me, it was practically flawless for me. From the trick selection to the outfits, you know, I thought the Roxy Music was a great match for the, the track from Roxy Music was a great match. It was hammer after hammer after hammer. And, and I guess if I had maybe to list one thing, my biggest complaint, it would be that this edit was almost like too long. Long in the fact that it was just, it was, don't get me wrong, it was a lot of awesome to consume in one city. That's why I thought it was a little bit too long because I was like, do I need to take a break? Do I need an intermission about three minutes and 20 seconds in to just kind of take a deep breath, let it all sink in, absorb, and carry on? No. But. That would be my only complaint. But Mason, he was locked in the whole time. You could see it in his eyes. And sure, one of the biggest things you always hear about him is he's just very straight to business, very stoic. But I I love, though, that the fact they did show some emotion. I mean, the guy is human. They confirmed that. And I, was get, I was getting a little worried for a second. But right around 22 seconds in, two signs of emotion. See? You know? Peep that smile. He's human. The, the guy is not... A robot. So just check that off or cross that one off your list. It's not true. And you know, now I could simply just mention that I loved every trick and just call it a day. That'd be the end of the podcast. But that'd be taking the easy way easy way out, of course. And because this is a podcast, it would just be kind of inappropriate, right? So I am here to explain what I thought of it and what I liked about it. So here are some of the tricks that that really stood out to me. I mean, this was tough as well. I, I can't do a half hour. I mean, I could easily trick after trick after trick. But these are just ones. I watched it a couple times that really stood out for me. Right from the start, that board slide to back blunt. 32 seconds in. I'm already taking a deep breath. I'm just starting. I love how they left in like the failed ollie back. It was the ollie backflip 180, right? Towards the end, he kind of fell. And and that was it. That was the only sign of like him not being human or him being human, I should say. And I bet when or if they even release a rough cut, rough cut of this, it's just going to be that clip on repeat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just me, but 
But yeah, I liked how they did that. Yeah, that attempt, and they left it in. They let the the clip go as long as they could, and then they cut to, of course, the title credit. And notice that it's the it's only his first name, capital letters, M A S O N, Mason, much like Madonna. In relation, just the first name. I didn't have another take for that. But, but and of course, all capital letters too. Like I said, M A S O N, capital letters. Now that's a statement title sequence, if you ask me. I'm shrugging. Leading up to going back to that acronym I was talking about earlier. How huge, though, was that back? It was a back big flip, about a minute and 22 seconds. I'm checking my notes here. There's so many tricks that I have listed on here. And I put down for that one. He caught it perfectly, and that land. I mean, it was so clean, so fast. I didn't really, I didn't truly, like, appreciate that one until, like, the third time I watched it. Like, I I watched it and saw it, but then I started picking it apart. I'm like, oh, Damn, that was nice. So that one, check that one out. And his frontside three, uh, 360, about a minute and 25 was so clean. I love those. I'm a big fan of those. Old school trick, but it, if you do it right, like he did, and you actually pause it about one minute, 24 seconds in, if you look at his feet, his back foot lifts up just a little, and then he finishes the rotation. Everything kind of comes together, clears the curb, all good so good and then the very next trick of course took me a couple viewings for my brain to register as well it was that it was a bank to 50 50 on that fence pole okay and and by the way if you look at that the angle of the pole that's going he's basically grinding up not down up on a fence (laughs) i was just like literally i wrote down are you kidding me mason you actually might hear from my lawyer on that one regarding that one. It's not cool, man. Very cool. Very. As I mentioned, it took me a couple tries, a couple viewings to for my brain to go. Wait a minute, and I paused it. I'm like, damn. Enough said about that one. And I don't think, I don't think he could have done that backside 180. It was up that the brick four, to brick five. You know, he did a brick four back backside 180 up the brick four. And then to fakey flip down, the, it was five on the other side. Perfection. It was like I didn't hear a squeak of the wheels. It was straight up 180 up those steps. So bravo, man. Bravo. And if you don't believe me, check out. It's about two minutes and six seconds in if you're watching it at home or if you haven't watched it yet. Make a note. Perfection. And the back-to-back manual tricks, they were at, is that the, the Verizon banks? I've never been to that place. About 3.32 in. Blew my mind. I've never been to that spot, and I'm sure the video does not do it justice, even though it makes it look gnarly as hell. But those tricks, those were insane. How do you do those, Mason? Seriously. And if you notice, he had an audience watching, all those peeps watching him. Oh, man. Just the... Because you're balancing, you're you're doing tricks, you're all in over the little knobs or the bubbles or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, that was nice. And underappreciated, the fakie hard flip, 3 minutes 56, about 3 minutes 56 seconds in. He even had to clear that little pointed ledge. You notice that? Because the angle they were at, it kind of showed it, but then I had to kind of wait. I had to pause it. Okay, yeah, he had to clear that. And, and we weren't even, we're not even four minutes into the video yet. And how many have I listed off? Like I said, I could just talk and talk and talk about this. 
But there's one. Here's one that I I had to immediately rewind and rewatch. It was the front side big spin, about 420, 21-ish in. It, it was the one. It went from black and white to color footage right as he was going down the, the ramp. But when you pause it at about 4 minutes, 24 seconds, that angle doesn't do it justice. But the precision needed to pull that one off is insane. And I can't wait. I mean, if there is, as I mentioned, if there's a rough cut, you know, I'd love to see a different angle of that. I mean, unless he did it first try, which is highly likely. But those, the, the, I guess those walkways or the ramps that he landed on, what are those like, I'm just spreading out my arms. They're probably about like, I don't know, four, four or five feet wide. I mean, it's not that much. If you think about it, it's four feet, five feet at best. And he's coming in so hot from left to right towards that wall. Very nice. Uh, and then they had to drop this one down too. Another smile at four minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back, Mason. You deserve it. <laughs> Another sign of life, you guys. And I was totally caught off guard on that. The front heel at the blubba. I thought he was going front blunt. Nope, he decided to front heel the whole damn thing. The run up, you know, he did the run up. They gave him the extra boost he needed. He just cleared that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's insane. Oh, and then another one too. I had to do a rewind on. His it was a half cab to fifty fifty, and it's about four fifty three. Look at how far back he pops. You know, he did have to clear that curb first, right? And he had to have enough speed to, you know, pop to and hit the rail. But that ground, the ground looks so rough, so gnarly. Like, so I, I was glad they gave us two angles for that one as well. Popping up and over the curb <laughs> to 50-50 down the rail. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, the bookend. He did a backside three at about five minutes in, 5.02. And not only did he have to clear the wall, he had to clear the street. And so much pop was needed for that. And that, I love how he, you know, he lifts that front foot. Those are when, you know, it's really kind of like, um, I thought of Jeremy Klein. You know, I remember Jeremy Klein used to always have his foot way up there. But his was just the right height when he was spinning. That one must have felt so good to land. So good. That one and that front three. Just, pff, yeah. And then, of course, his ender. The cover-worthy ender, I should add. He was rocking the SBs. Rocking the hoodie. You know, the Thrasher hoodie. He made it look easy because seeing that when i saw that image on the, the the magazine i was like wow okay and then to see the actual footage very cool i mean think about this so most people wouldn't well actually no but most people would get wrecked right if you try that trick i'm talking about like myself too but in fact most of us wouldn't even ever try that to begin with so you got to consider that it's like the insanity factor like he did it yeah some other skaters maybe could try it and not get wrecked, but I just wouldn't even try it at all. Nope, not me. Pass. You guys can try it. I'm going to let you guys crush yourselves. But no. So all in all, this video, in a nutshell, it kicked major ass. Plain and simple. Is Mason now a Sodi front runner? I think he's he's definitely like top five at the moment. That just that part alone. He's had other parts over the last few months come out. If he has another one that comes out in the next few months that's even remotely close to something like this, yeah, we'll definitely, you know, and I included will be talking about 
Sodi runs towards the end of the year. But this one definitely, it, it got everyone talking. It, it, it really did. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, let me know your guys' thoughts. I think this is an amazing part. I didn't see a bad trick. You know me, I don't have quote-unquote legal tricks on my list. Just don't push Mongo. And that's it. Damn good part. Let me know your thoughts. Got a little sip of water. Thank you for your patience. But yeah, like see, I just talked about well, twelve minutes about that Mason Silva part, and that was an edited version. My notes, I was like, they were just crazy out of hand. So, yeah. But next up, I you know me, I have, I have to talk about Sammy Baca's eleven minute my war video, and I knew I'd be talking about it before I even clicked play on it when it was when it came out. This one too lived up to all the hype and then some. In fact. I'm going to go on the record right now and say this one might be the best My War of all time. And I'll explain it before you turn off the podcast, start emailing me and say, you are out of your mind, Rick. I'm actually not. I mean, think about it. If they decided to end the series right now, they'll be ending on a high note, right? That's what you always want to do on any content or any show. Leave on a high note. And then you also want to leave the audience wanting more. And they would be doing that if they ended this right now. I'd be like, because there would be some people like, no, it's not the best one. I, I would not be mad at that decision if they just decided to leave on a high note. And say, you know what, guys, this is not going to get any better. We've we've hit the peak, and there are so many reasons that you know this video resonated with me. I, I just don't think anyone would be able to top it though. Not top this one. Just the fact that it took him, eh, roughly about two years 12 different outfits to finally get the make on his 27th visit <sighs> that's pretty insane 27 visits and it's not your just just your average you know your trip you're a quick little 10 minute drive to the local spot you get wrecked you go home nope sammy lives in vegas and the spot is in la lives in vegas Spot is in L.A. And he didn't fly, like, via private jet for those attempts either. Like, he didn't have a, you know, a chopper that he cruised in on or, like, a Porsche 911 Turbo S or anything like that. He took the bus back and forth. And a route that is normally about four hours in a car, it took six hours. So six hours one way. <laughs> oh, gosh. And he also did this on on the only on the weekends, okay? So, because there's a key point here, he was still able to get his kids to school on Monday. Straight up dedication. No way in hell you can hate on that. So 27 times, just doing the math, at about 12 hours round trip is about 324 hours on the road. And that's not including the countless hours of attempts, right? Because you actually have to be there at the spot and try it, so you add all that time. 324 hours just commuting time. And some days were shorter than others, right? Depending on how wrecked he got. He would, for one, like for just one trick we're talking about. For this one trick. This was a full-on war. And even Sammy even said it wasn't about the trick. It was about the spot. You know, that that uh, shift in his perspective, I think that's what allowed him to do it. It wasn't about the trick. It was about the spot. It makes that spot like even more gnarly so and i kept thinking during all the failed attempts how it could have easily gone like much 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 worse than it did 
the small gap on the other side of the rail, right? There's it's just big enough where you can get your your like a part of your foot caught in there, and he did. Could have snatched his foot or his leg, you know, broke a twig or whatever, and it would have been game over. And even the gap between the steps and the wall as well. That's big enough where he's it go all up to his like his thigh. And he did as well. I mean, both of those easily could have eaten up his leg, you know, if and if he would have just landed. I mean, he landed a awkwardly on a lot of them, but there were just so many potential threats for this one. Oh, so insane. And and love the I did love the story though about the timing, you know, the the Baker Four release, you know, and how you know, the boss man gave him one more shot, you know, create the drama and the tension and knowing damn well he's going to make it, right? You know, and knowing it's going to be the right decision, knowing that Baca would get it. But it was something out of like a movie. You know, Sammy knew what time it was. He had to get the make. But, but there was one key though, one key but in the whole story. The key piece here. He could get another shot at it, but only after he trimmed his nose a little bit. I don't recall how much they said. I don't think they did say how much, but at first though, he wasn't having it. But he eventually, you know, took heed from the boss. And you know what? spoiler alert he was able to land it that was the tweak that he needed to do to land that <laughs> i mean it's just it's it's funny it, i mean he even laughed about it too he's like, oh man it should because you know if you would have done this like i don't know a million times before would would you have done it yeah and yeah i've gotten the, the make but think about that for a second though after hundreds upon hundreds of hours dedicated to this trick commute time attempts and after literal blood there was evidence of that seen on the wall his shirts the sweat getting absolutely wrecked on pretty much each and every uh, occasion he didn't walk away there he never walked away there without getting hurt even after getting older himself and seeing his kids get two years older in the process he finally did it and after all that it was only a matter of like what an inch or two depending on how much he had to shave from his board. Maybe not even that. Two inches is kind of a lot if you think about it. That's it. Andrew had an idea. He vocalized it. Sammy trimmed the nose and got it. Fade out. Roll credits. <laughs> oh, gosh. So cool. And clearly, you know, Sammy was stoked. You know, he was very stoked to get that make. But I bet he, he rode that high as long as possible that day. He probably was like, what the heck just happened? However, I bet like five hours into that final bus ride home, you know, he snapped out of a nap, like dripping in sweat, heart racing, screaming like, thanks for nothing, boss. Couldn't have mentioned this like, I don't know, 23 trips ago. Not cool. Not cool. You know, meanwhile, the bus driver's adjusting the mirror to find out what all the commotion is going on. And, you know, but Sammy has since fallen back to sleep and snoring away. You know, about an hour from home. I could just totally like waking up in just a sweat. Just damn. But it was all worth it. It's the journey is the most important part, right? And he had a wonderful journey for this trick, which is why I think it's probably the best, my favorite at least, of the My War series. Let me know yours, you know. And also, if you're fairly new to the show and are a fan of uh, Sammy's, you know, be sure to circle back to episode 42 where I talk about Baca 4 and more. Yeah, I call it Baca 4. You'll find out why. Just go listen. Yeah. Very good. 
And finally, I wanted to give a shout out to Scott Loist, aka Spot the Looney on Instagram, and that's Spot with two T's. He's got a great blog with over 375 skate park profiles. So needless to say, this guy has been hitting the pavement, and it's it's been cool to follow him. I was talking about journeys just a moment ago. So follow him on his journey to hit as many skate parks as possible. So very cool. Very cool indeed. So give him a follow. Check out his blog as well. I'll be sure to include it on the link in the show notes so you can check that out. But it's uh, here's the, the website. It's scottdreamsofskateparks.blogspot.com. And like I said, I'll mention it in the show notes or list it in the show notes as well. So keep up the great work, Scott. Much respect, man. But that's all I've got for today. Thanks for tuning in and allowing me to be part of your day. I will talk to you next week. Be safe. See ya.